Hi there, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we are going to review a film called Snow White and the Huntsman. Right. You notice that the seven dwarfs got lesser billing in this movie. Yes, they did. <laughs> if you are going to see this movie thinking that it is a live version of the Disney film from 1937, right. forget about it. Exactly. This is really kind of a throwback to the old-fashioned fairy tales that the Grimm's brothers used to tell. Did you know them, by the way? They're very dear friends. Did you friends. have them on Hollywood Squares? Just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> This film and those stories were very dark, and they were very, very frightening. And the dark thing about this one is that we are first introduced to a queen, Queen Ravenna, played by Charlize Theron. Mm -hmm. She is quite beautiful, of course, as she always is. We find out very, very early that she is a black widow. She marries wealthy people and kills them and takes their money. And she does this to the father of Snow White. Right. So all of a sudden, Snow White, who was such a beautiful little girl, now she is worse than a scullery maid. She's imprisoned for her entire life because she is going to be the most beautiful mm -hmm. woman in the kingdom, and the queen can't stand that. So if, if she imprisons her, that's okay. But she escapes from prison, and now the queen mm -hmm. wants her dead. Correct. And so she hires... The Huntsman. The Huntsman. There's a good reason why this movie is called Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes. Actually, they could have called it Snow White and the Hemsworth, as in Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> he's quite a handsome lad, and he's very talented. He really has the acting chops to make this kind of a part work. I thought that the movie really picked up considerably once he's introduced into the plot. I couldn't agree with you more, Anne. I was reminded of the young Brad Pitt, not only by the way he looks, but kind of the way he handles himself on screen. I think he's a handsome, gorgeous Russell Crowe because he's got the Australian accent. Okay. <laughs> and he's got that beautiful beautiful speaking voice. You know, most actors today, they might be handsome and strong in the looks department, but their voices are not as trained as the actors of yesteryear. That's for sure. Now you get a young man like this Chris Hemsworth who has been blessed with a fabulous voice. I think it works to his advantage because I think it gives him the kind of heft that most young actors don't have on screen. And I think that really is the reason why he's in everything. He's in the Avengers, he was in Cabin in the Woods, and now he has this movie out. So much about The Huntsman. Let's talk a little bit about Snow White. Have we even mentioned who plays Snow White? I think you better. I think we better tell everybody that this is Kristen Stewart. We know her. For those of you who don't know who Kristen Stewart is, that means that you've been living at the bottom of a tin mine yeah, for the past Yeah, go to the supermarket <laughs> and look at all of the tabloids, and right. that's who Kristen Stewart is. And no, she's not Kim Kardashian. She's the other one on all the tabloid <laughs> covers. <laughs> she reminds me very much of the work she has done in the Twilight movies. Because just like Bella, Snow White is mostly sullen. Mm -hmm. She also is torn between her attraction to two men. The handsome prince, whose name is William in this film for some strange reason, and the huntsman. And the huntsman has no other name. He's just called the huntsman. The huntsman. All you teen girls out there and preteen girls out there, are you on Team Huntsman or <laughs> Team William? Okay. We got to know stuff like that before we go on. Anyway, we do eventually meet the seven dwarfs. They're not fun little dwarfs. They're not named happy and grumpy and dopey and things like that. They are very, very good actors who have been 
shrunk by CGI. They are Ian McShane, mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins, Toby Jones. Some of the finest character actors in British film and stage. Sure. And I think they did a great job. I loved this movie. I thought it was very, very well done. I liked the approach. I thought it was fun and different and a little bit daring. I think we have to say that once Snow White escapes and the huntsman is after her, presumably to do her in, an interesting thing happens when they're in the forest. He becomes very compassionate towards her. He has a chance to get to know who this Snow White really is. He then becomes her protector, a mentor, and a tutor. He teaches her all kinds of self-defense weaponry, all kinds of skills. Therefore, he kind of turns Snow White into a warrior. And that works very nicely for Kristen Stewart's character, I think. And it works for her as an actress. I think so, too, especially when she's obviously reminded of Joan of Arc, this woman riding around in armor, leading an army. Of course, because she wants to save her kingdom. Of course. From the evil queen. Sure. I kind of believed that. I thought her more tender moments, she didn't have very many of them, but I thought her tender moments were not nearly as good as the action portions for her. There is a lot of sword fighting, a lot of armies clashing. And the interesting thing is when somebody gets chopped up with a sword, instead of bleeding, they kind of fall into millions of pieces and black crows fly out of their bodies. Oh, the CGI effects are outstanding. They're really very good. I love the fact that the evil queen, again, Charlize Theron, she's kind of the epitome of a diva up on the screen. She worships vanity and youth, and when her older self starts to emerge, she goes crazy, and she starts screaming at the mirror, immortality forever, and I've got to get my looks back, and that's why she's so hung up on seeing Snow White not only banished but vanquished. Of course. I loved the way Charlize Theron modeled those costumes, too. I think they were absolutely stunning. They were designed by Colleen Atwood. I thought her wardrobe was exceptional. They looked sinister chic. (laughs) Well, she was a medieval femme fatale, very definitely. This movie is much closer to Lord of the Rings than it is a traditional fairy tale. Oh, sure. In fact, I was reminded of Lord of the Rings almost all the way through because it has that look to it, and it has some of those dazzling effects that we associate with the best of the best. And, of course, the Ring trilogy is one of the greatest series of films ever made. Another thing I liked about this movie was that the special effects were coherent and they fit neatly into the story. They moved the story along and they were right for this film. They didn't seem tacked on. Not at all. There's a lot of violence in it, but the violence doesn't really look that violent. There's no blood, limbs flying all over the place. It's more menacing than it is. Menacing, sure. Well, listen, the Disney movie was menacing too. I think we have to mention Queen Ravenna has a very evil brother, nicely played by Sam Spruill. The brother's name is Finn. He also gives chase and joins the huntsman and that crowd early in the movie to try to find Snow White and get her back to the castle so that the queen can dispose of her unless the huntsman gets to her first. Right. I thought he was a lovely secondary villain. I thought he was very good. Very, very good. The director, Rupert Sanders, this is his first feature film. And I think he made a terrific debut here. He's mainly been doing music videos and television commercials. And I think that that really worked his background because he kept the action really moving. None of the scenes went on too long. I thought there was plenty of humor. The humor that was there was dark and clever. And then you had all those outstanding actors in the mix. Plus, 
the director made it very clear that this was a battle between good and evil, and there was nothing gray about that. It was black and white. Right. It really worked for this kind of a film. I think so, too. Oh, and I might add that when the queen says to her mirror halfway through the movie, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of us all? I wanted to yell, Chris Hemsworth, that's who. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, Les, this movie's called Snow White and the Huntsman, but really, I think the movie belongs to Charlize Theron, who plays the evil queen, mm-hmm. and, of course, Chris Hemsworth, who plays the Huntsman. Right. Snow White, as played by Kristen Stewart, she gives a very modern reading to the character. Definitely. But I think Kristen Stewart was, frankly, very fortunate to have such formidable actors surrounding her. I hope that she matures as gracefully as Miss Charlize Theron, who is brilliant in this movie. She is not only brilliant, but I think she is the fairest one of all, not just in the movie either. Wow, she is a true beauty. She is so icy cold in this film. You're just going, wow. You know what's great about Theron? You always get your money's worth with her. She never disappoints. She gives it 150%. And it really shows up on the screen. She's a formidable movie star and a very good actress. So for me, all in all, Snow White and the Huntsman rates a very happy green light. You know, Anne, I just enjoyed the heck out of it. I surprised myself. And certainly all these actors and Rupert Sanders, the director, surprised me very much. So I am very happily giving this another green light. Excellent. So two green lights for Snow White and the Huntsman. You know, we know her so well. Let's just call her Snow. Everybody else does. (laughs) Well, we're going to be back to review another film very, very shortly. Probably not about Snow White, but you never know. Until that time, though, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews is hoping that when you go out hunting like the Huntsman does, you are going to catch a terrific time at the movies. (laughs) That was brutal. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams... Carrie Fisher and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.